This is Faster, a podcast by Flow Cycle. In each episode, we interview industry experts to educate you, challenge you, and even change the way you train so you become faster. When we're not creating this podcast, we're working on other ways to make you faster. At Flow, we design and manufacture some of the world's fastest cycling wheels that we sell consumer direct to keep more money in your pockets. As a special thank you for listening to Faster, we wanted to offer you 20% off your next purchase. Simply use coupon code PODCAST in all capital letters at checkout. Your purchase will also support our Give Back initiatives. 1% of all sales supports our Bike for a Kid program, where we provide bikes and helmets for kids in need. We also plant one tree for every wheel we ship as a thank you to our planet. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Faster. This is John Thornham, your host. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about some technical stuff around vibration and materials. So we've been looking at vibration quite a bit at Flow uh, for a number of reasons, some of those being related to um, rolling resistance, some related to athlete fatigue, um, performance, and a number of other things. And it led me to going down sort of a rabbit hole around different materials and how they absorb vibration and why they absorb vibration and um, what it means for you, the athlete. So for years, we've talked about how um, carbon fiber um, absorbs vibration better than aluminum. And there's a whole uh, reason for that. And it was, a, it was a question that I used to, an answer I used to give to a question when people would ask, well, what's the difference between your carbon fiber disc and your aluminum disc? So we had two discs, basically the same construction. The only difference was the fact that one had an aluminum rim and the other had a carbon fiber rim. Both were low profile, so we didn't get uh, what's called a leaf spring effect. We'll talk about that more in a little bit. But the vibration uh, was definitely different on both wheels. So let's look, let's, uh, I guess, talk about a few things. So in the vibration world, um, especially on the road, you get a, a spectrum of what are, uh, frequencies. So you either get low f- uh, frequency vibrations or high frequency vibrations. Now, the cutoff point for what low frequency is and high frequency is could be debated, but we could say that um, higher frequency is 100 hertz and above. 100 hertz meaning, if anyone knows, one knows what a hertz is. So if you have one hertz, that means that you get one cycle. So think of a cycle like a wave. So one wave per second. If you have 100 hertz, you get 100 waves per second. 2,000 hertz would be 2,000 waves per second. So pretty simple um, once you understand the concept. So carbon fiber as a material um, has a ability to absorb higher frequency vibrations better. So it absorbs them very, very well. Um, it has to do with the carbon fiber itself, the epoxy resin, uh, and how they are bonded together, but it absorbs those higher frequency vibrations better. We did a study uh, where we looked at vibration on the road with different tire pressures. We had some uh, accelerometers mounted to wheels, and what it allowed us to see was uh, through something called fast Fourier transforms, or FFT, we could sort of get this plot of the frequencies experienced uh through a wheel um, and the vibration that a wheel sees. So what we know is that there are a lot of high-frequency vibrations and there's a lot of vibrations sort of over the span. Um, What was interesting about that study was that we learned that when your tire pressure is too high, 
that the vibration or what's called something called the natural frequency. So natural frequency is think of a bell. If you, if you hit a bell, um, and it, it vibrates at its, what's its natural frequency, the sound that it makes. Um, if you were to bring something else, let's, let's call it the, the note of C let's call this, I think that's 440 Hertz. If you're a music major and that's different, uh, correct me, but let's call it 440 Hertz. If you were to bring over something else that's beside that bell and you were to vibrate it at 440 Hertz, the natural frequency of the C bell that's next to it without even touching it will start to excite. It'll start to start, start to vibrate. So when you look at a wheel or you look at any sort of structure, the natural frequency, um, when the vibrations are induced into the system, will start to vibrate, uh, more rapidly, larger. So what we saw is once the tire pressure got too high, uh, we were past the impedance breakpoint, the natural frequency range, um, of the wheel spiked and you could see it on the graph. So before that it was pretty flat and you might see like minor bumps where the natural frequency occurred. But as soon as that, um, impedance breakpoint came in, it got, it got a lot higher. So we know that cycling wheels, uh, in general, when they're made of carbon fiber absorb the higher and carbon fiber as a material in general absorbs higher frequency vibrations. Now, when you look at an aluminum structure or aluminum, it absorbs lower frequency vibrations better. So there's this kind of big debate, like why would one material be better for cycling than the other? On the aluminum side, yes, we do see low frequency stuff, but there's a ton of high frequency in there. So the feeling that you get as an athlete is quite different because of the frequencies that are absorbed. Now, one other thing that is really beneficial and quite unique to a carbon fiber rim is that you get something that is called a leaf spring. So the leaf spring effect is if you think of a a vehicle, they have shocks that are there that are called leaf springs. And the way they work is it's basically a structure that is supported on two ends. There's a, like a thin sort of membrane or in the case of a, a vehicle, it's like metal. There's a like layers of metal that are loaded um, or, or, um, stacked together. And then you have a point, um, sort of in the middle between those two members that, that, um, connect those, those, um, layers of metal. So in a vehicle, generally they're in an arc. So the arc is pointed downwards. So you have, if you think of like a bowl, it would look like a bowl, but a section of a bowl. And then is the car goes over bumps. Well, the, that leaf spring effect causes those metals the metal uh, layers to basically flex upward. And so there's hinges in there and it's, it works, it works as a leaf spring. So it helps to dampen vibration. If you take a carbon fiber rim and you section it, you cut it in half and you sort of look down the profile of the rim. What you notice is that you have two sidewalls of the rim that are longer, they're extended. So you have up top, you have the rim bed and the, where the clincher tire connects. And down at the other end, you have the spoke bed where the spokes connect. So in between those two are those two thin walls, um, and we'll have a blog about this. We'll show like some pictures. You can see what it looks like. Um, but you can see that on the sides, because those have a, a curved shape as well, when the wheel is actually going over the contact patch, so on the on the part of the wheel itself that is making contact with the road, and any type of vibration that you get that goes through um, the wheel or the tire, goes into the rim, and then it has to pass through those two sidewalls before it makes it to the spokes. Those spokes then go up to the hub, which goes up to the bike, which goes up to you. Now, what's great about a leaf spring is that a leaf spring itself helps to absorb lower frequency vibrations. So because 
you are using carbon fiber, you're now getting a blend of vibration frequencies, the high frequency stuff because of carbon fiber itself being the material that absorbs high frequency vibrations. And then the blended effect of the leaf spring effect of the sidewall absorbing the lower frequency vibrations. So you get this really, really great balance of vibration management through the material of carbon fiber that you're selecting. On an aluminum rim, you're not going to get a leaf spring effect because A, we don't get deep profile aluminum rims. And even if we could design it, that would be a very complex rim shape. I'm just trying to think through that in my head. We're already absorbing the lower frequency vibrations, so we're not able to absorb the higher frequency vibrations with the um, leaf spring. So it's kind of canceling one for the other. Now, another common question we get is, you know, what are the main differences between, you know, something like your Flow 49 AS, which is a 49 millimeter deep wheel, a Flow 64, which is 64 mils deep, and then something like the Flow 77 AS, which is 77 millimeters deep. Now, the biggest thing for most people is that deeper, especially on the front wheel, generally means that you're going to be impacted by crosswinds, um, something called, um, it's called yaw torque. Basically, if the wind hits you, can the handle twist because if you have a steering axis in the front. That's one thing we want to consider from a depth perspective because you want to be on the deepest wheel that you can handle. For most people, that's like in the 64 range um, with ease. Some people drop down to a lower profile, like a 49, and some people go up to the 77. It really all depends on personal preference. I've had you know, athletes that are you know, just over 100 pounds on the deepest wheels we make with no issues, and I've had people that are over 230 that want the shallow stuff because they hate crosswind. But those are the one of the main things that we consider. Another thing that a lot of people, um, I think, miss, and one thing that I talk a lot about when I talk about wheel selection is what it feels like. For me, that magic depth has always been right around that 64 mil depth, which has always been our Flow 60 um, or Flow 64 AS now, uh, that depth. There's something about the depth of the sidewall there that gives the wheel a very smooth, very quick, very responsive feel. When you go to something like the Flow 49 AS, um, you don't get as much sidewall. And so it's a bit more of a lively, I don't want to say rough because rough is not the right word, but it's a bit more um, rigid. And some people love that. Some people love that sort of more rigid feel um, to a wheel and, and they, they like that. But it's it's always something to consider, especially when you're looking at it absorbing um, vibration and depending on what you're looking for, um, some people just love that the smoother feel and some people love the, the different feel. What I find is once you get up to something like Aeroflow 77, the difference between the 64 and the 77 is not as drastic, almost in some ways undetectable compared to what you would find from the 49 to the 64. So it is a very different feel um, and something that is that is quite um, unique to those, to those different uh, rim profiles. So if you didn't know about vibration um, or if you have other questions about vibration, I um, hope this podcast helped you. I hope you uh, learned something today uh, about how to apply it to yourself. If you're looking for uh, wheel selection or whatever that is, we do have wheel one-on-ones. You're happy to come in and book one. I can talk to you more about this at, at, at length and get into some more details about how it works. But if you're looking for a smoother ride, if you're doing some long distance stuff, um, it is important because you do want to reduce the vibrations that go through your body. Every time vibrations go through your body, your vib- your muscles are um, going through those vibrations as well, which is causing small, small micro tears, which is impacting your performance. So 
setting the proper tire pressure, having the right size tires, selecting the proper rims, all of those things matter. If you're still on an aluminum rim with tire pressures that are too high, not only are you losing uh, aerodynamic benefits, rolling resistance benefits, but you are also impacting your performance because of the vibrations going through your body. Uh, yeah, then I'm happy to talk a bit to you about that if you want to jump in and learn more. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, let's look at it from a watt point perspective. Let's say you are on a shallow aluminum rim, wrong tire pressure, and then you go to a deeper profile wheel. It's made of carbon fiber, leaf spring effect, right tire pressures. Um, you could definitely be saving 10 to 20, even 30 watts uh, if you add up all the rolling resistance, aerodynamic, and vibration benefits. So hope that helped. If you guys have any questions, let me know and stay safe out there and ride safe. Thanks for listening to Faster. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Leave a review or teach a friend what you learned today. For more great episodes on getting faster, subscribe to this podcast. While you're on your next ride, be kind to one another and ride safe.